It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchik's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold and the biggest stories in sports and entertainment. As Morning After continues to not take over the world, the buzz, non-existent, the show critically crapped on the show that is still here. For now, so you led me the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know, and No. No? You both are correct. Guide you through the week that was on Channel 82 <laughs> as you've been guzzling down the programming all week long. <laughs> You're a little hungover on this early morning. Who, hey, oh, who is it? Yes. But yes. I got the perfect oh, cure man. for you. What a weekend. What a weekend. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's more clips, more clips, more clips, more clips. Do you have any more clips, more clips, more clips? <laughs> wow. Don't forget to download, subscribe, that's a good and follow. One. Thank you, guys. Patrick's Morning After, anywhere you get your podcast, that's right. Anywhere, anywhere. Anywhere. Even in Atlantic City. Is that where you are right now? Yeah. Speaking of hungover on a Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Scotty Messina yeah. live in Atlantic City right now. Look at that. Let's and then go. Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed uh, forever. So Scott Messina is losing all the cash there in Atlantic City. Boy, mm. I loved my Atlantic City trips. I used to go to Atlantic City twice a month. Atlantic City, New Jersey. And where did I stay? At the good old Atlantic City Hilton. Because that was the one hotel. It was a little bit further down the boardwalk. Older crowd, but you didn't have to lose as much to get comps. They were giving you comps immediately. Like you lose like 300 bucks. Like, hey, would you like to stay the night? Hey, this is great. Tropicana, you had to lose three grand. And then, oh, then you're staying the night. The Atlantic City Hilton comp program was the best. That and right across the street from them, there was a whorehouse. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of I went course. to AC once, one time. I had this great money-making scam. I was getting my balls kicked in playing blackjack online, so I'm like, ah, I got to get to a dealer. This, this online stuff is fixed. So I go down, take the horrible drive in the summer, sit in traffic the whole way. I get there. I think I had 700 bucks in my pocket. Lost it immediately. I mean, yeah. seriously, within, within a half yeah. hour, I lost all my money. It turns out playing with a live dealer and playing online, same shit could happen. You lose all your money. <laughs> it's so quick. The worst ride back. I was at the $25 hand oh. table because, you know, I had to make money quick because I had to get back home before my wife realized I was trying to beat her home from work. So I had to get back home before she realized I actually decided to spend the day in Atlantic City. So I went out, oh, lost good. all my money, turned around, just enough money to pay the tolls. I was able to stop once for a horrible meal at McDonald's. I contemplated everything in my life on that ride home. It was terrible. It's amazing how Atlantic City turned. See, I always found it. So you had a one-day stretch. I always found one it. One day, I had a day. one hour. <laughs> one hour. That's even worse. Boy, maybe you do have a problem. That was a quick trip. <laughs> Yo, I always found the second day was very problematic. Second like the day? First, Who gets oh. to a second day? Well, the comps. <laughs> this is why you get the free hotel. One time, Tropicana, I was up eight grand. 
And I even brought that cash. To, I was actually up a little more, but I ended up bringing to my room that night $8,000. I almost just said Unbelievable. that you didn't walk away. That's Mate. pretty damn good. I almost just said that, and you didn't uh, walk away? You didn't walk away. How dare you ask that, Eddie? <laughs> and I threw it on the bed. There's pictures of me rolling around with all this cash. One of the great moments of my life. And then tomorrow happened. And I ended up losing till I got about, I was only up about $3,000. And I was like, all right, now it's time to stop. But then I didn't stop. So you, but then I, I was just going to say, so you went home a winner? <laughs> nah. I, I went, actually went home. I had to borrow $1,000 from my buddy. So that oh was an, my a, God. A, that's a wild swing. And then on the way home, yeah. you know, you said McDonald's, Eddie. I actually got so sick. You know me with the car sickness. I drank so much. That, oh, I drank so much. We're driving home. I actually ended up having a puke in McDonald's cup. It was a, it was a large edition. Oh, filled I was about it up to, to the <laughs> okay. filled it up to the brim and was pouring it out the window. It was Very one of those paper uh, cups because they don't yeah, hold it, well over time. Oh, it was the whole thing was folding. <laughs> I ended up with like a paper football at the end. It was just all condensed, and so not a good. Oh, ride those home. were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> and look at us now, huh? How about this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio as Mad Dog Chris Russo? You know what? He talked about the big football story of the week. Which one was it, right? Deshaun Watson happened a little early in the week, but what about Tyreek Hill? This has been the greatest the NFL sport that keeps on giving. The best. You know what? Screw all the other sports. You know, the NBA heads, Evan Cohen loves that NBA offseason. You're not number one anymore. The NFL is taking it all. Every single day is their day. And Tariq Hill gets traded to the Miami Dolphins. And Mad Dog Chris Russo was all over it once Eddie told him about the trade on Mad Dog Unleashed. <laughs> he actually led with it. Be careful. When you go out there and Be you careful. run for the money and then all of a sudden they're 5-8 and eight and it's December and there's nobody at your games, the, the team is out of it and you got to finish out care? the season, that's going to run dry awfully quick. Now listen, if you're telling me the Chiefs were not going to pay him anything and want him out, that's a different argument. If Kansas City was so down mm-hmm. on Hill, mm-hmm. that would scare me. Mm-hmm. So let's assume that wasn't the case. Why What's would you say? leave? Let's say that they were going to offer him $50 million guaranteed, okay. all right, okay. roughly. Okay. I, I, I know we're you're going to tell numbers. me who leaves $22 million on the table. That's what you're mm-hmm. going to sit there and tell me. Who does that? I want to win. I am win. sitting here. But you I can't take say the that. money with you, folks. How many mansions can you buy? Wait you cannot second. take Very the angry. You're not allowed. It's against the law. You can't is put the true? money in the grave. Well, what is the point? Is it against the law? The point is to leave the sport <laughs> with a legacy. He and how much money you make is not leaving the sport with a reg- legacy. What leaves the sport with legacy. legacy is greatness in the big game. In the big Regacy. game. Miami hasn't played a big game in 100 years. And they're not going to as no, long as this guy's the quarterback. He's not that good. Math's right. How many times I got to tell you that? And it's not like they got any draft picks. that are, you know They don't have any guy. You know, Dan Marino doesn't play for Miami anymore. <laughs> Breaking <laughs> news. What? Mm, yeah, breaking news. Now, it's amazing. A guy who always knows all the numbers. A hundred years ago. <laughs> See, like, he should be giving the exact number. Because I expect that from him. He should know the year. But, it, you know, a hundred years. Now you sound like me. Now I want to go literal. And now I want to say, well, wait a minute. A hundred years ago? Mike. A hundred years ago, in 1922, uh, they were having a leather house. See how I did the math so quickly? Good job. All right, you can't bury yourself with money? Because that's my he, father's he clearly plan. Investi- he clearly investigated this dog has. He must have been going over that with his estate planner. Because this guy does yeah. like to hold on. He does hold on to his money pretty close. Oh, that would be good. Uh, listen, I, 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 Jeannie's got enough. Uh, we'll leave it a little bit. I, I, but, you know, these kids, maybe the three of them, but the fourth one, I don't know his name. <laughs> I'm not going to leave it to child number four, that's for <laughs> sure. So, so, Ted Regal, you're my travel agent and uh, my accountant Ted here. Regal. Can I be buried with $100 bills? 
You know what I'm going to do, though? I'm, so, I'm sorry. This is what I'm going to do when Mad Dog passes. I'm hoping it's in 100 years. I will do what Big Boss Man did to the big show in they wrestling. The big show's father died. The Big Boss Man showed up with a tow truck and actually towed the coffin right out of the grave. Wow. I will do that with Russo, and then I will explore to see if he was buried with that cash. You know, there probably is a law on the books, though, because they I'm sure at some point they didn't want people running around cemeteries digging up corpses looking uh, for money. Corpse diggers. That should be a reality show. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> corpse diggers coming to AMC. It's reality. It, oh. it is. Whoa. Well, maybe it is. A&E, I think, would pick it up before AMC. But, all right, here's the other thing. While I'm listening to that clip, I mean, I'm just thinking, isn't that Russo? How many houses can you have? Why did you run for the money? <laughs> did Russo ever run for the money? He didn't. Okay. It's, it's a widely circulated theory. Stephen A. called him out on that on Wednesday on first take. But I was there. The truth is he just, he just wanted something different. The money at Sirius was the same as the money at FAN. Just wanted to go at it on his own. So WFAN was its uh, great uh, local sports radio station in New York, and there was a guy named Mike that he did the show with, and that's what he wanted to get away from. Mike, no. <laughs> no. Just wanted a different challenge. Just wanted a different All challenge. Right. I love the new challenge. Yeah, I'm not about that in life. He wanted I to be able like... to talk about tennis. He wanted to be able to break down <laughs> tennis in the middle of the NFL season. Cannot oh, do that at FAN. So isn't that great? So he, he left because he wants to talk about tennis. Can somebody tell him to not talk about tennis? I, I know that's why you left, but maybe we can enforce a rule. Maybe there's a reason why he couldn't talk about tennis at the old spot. Maybe let's – can we do that, Eddie? I mean, I know you like a little tennis spot every now and then with Neil Harmon oh, sure. of the London Times. So I think I've done enough. I will never leave for a new challenge. Maybe I leave for more money, but in life, I have achieved more than I ever would have thought. I graduated high school. Parents didn't think I would do that. I, I graduated college. I'm employed. I mean, I've done way more than I ever <laughs> thought I would do. What about you? You feel like you've done enough, or are there more challenges? Eh, I've done. I've probably outkicked my coverage, as they say already, given my parents, given my the lack <laughs> of guidance. It really is a miracle that I've been gainfully employed now for <laughs> 17 straight years. <laughs> Less than a one-month gap there in a, <laughs> in a very rough September of 2010, but yeah. We don't talk about that. The papers good. might have reported it, but we're not going to talk about it. I've had we're a good run. I think so. Like, hey, look at us. We've eaten at the finest restaurants in all the oh, land. So much. I had lunch at Del Frisco's on Wednesday. That says it all. Oh, my God. Oh, you didn't even tell me about that. It's so common. You see? Had I continued on my <laughs> the right trajectory in life, substitute Del Frisco's with... Subway. That's where I yeah, should have been yeah, eating. Yeah, Tad's, Tad's Steakhouse. <laughs> they have a great steak for nine ninety nine. The finest strip clubs in all the land I've been to. So, I mean, I feel like we've achieved a lot. But yeah. Del Frisco's, it's like you're at the point where were you even excited to go to lunch? So you went to lunch with Doggy? No. Mm. I didn't want to go to Del Frisco's because I was worried about the pressure of wanting to get what they're good at, steak. Who's going to oh, yeah. eat a big steak lunch and then have to go work? Can't do it. See, Can't do this it. is a guy who's been there before, though, and yeah. has had it before. That's true. You're right. And you also, you never want to eat with dog because it's just, it's the Inquisition. Well, he and critiques The lamp watches. is over the head. That's why then... I got the smallest thing I could think of that would still be good, <laughs> the lobster roll. But if you if you ever dare say, like, um, yes, I'll take the petite steak, you know, right away. Oh, like, well, you're not petite at all. How about a salad? <laughs> Screw you. I don't eat my lunch. You ass. Was, and dog was starving on Wednesday. I've never seen him eat like he did. He actually ate He's two entire eater. plates of bread, which I've never <laughs> seen him do. They give these really nice rolls there that are like soaked in butter. Ooh. He ate the first plate of them, but then he ordered a second plate. And he kept explaining it. He goes, I'm starving. 
I'm starving. Yeah, we get it. I love the overly defensive eater. You know, when you're eating really fast, I love when you you always have to like look up and go, oh, I'm really hungry. Yeah, I think we get it. Chase. I made sure to only have one piece, though. Because he's, he's keeping counting. track. He's keeping track in his notebook. <laughs> All right, so you got the Hill trade, which, you know, that reverberated. That's a big word oh. on Mad Dog Sports Radio. And it went all the way to Mad Dog oh. Daily. Steve Torrey, baby. And this is it? him. Bra- oh, yeah, he made it. He actually made it through the week this week. I'm shocked. Every week he goes through it, he goes, I survived. We made Here's it. Steve. T- made it. Here's Steve Torrey on Mad Dog Daily talking Hill. First of all, for Hill. First of all. I know the money's important. I know he's only 28 years old. I know he wants to be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, and I would never fault him for his desires to achieve all of that. But leaving Patrick Mahomes? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Really? Mm, yep. Yep. You no, know, really? Are you Leaving surprised? Patrick Mahomes is going to be a decision I think he's going to regret. You're no. going from a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Mahomes in a system mm-hmm. that works, mm-hmm. and now you're mm-hmm. going to a team like the Dolphins, who have mm-hmm. plenty of promise, no doubt. It's looking a lot more desirable than it ever has in recent years, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's a Dolphins team that has a rookie head coach in Mike McDaniel, two mm-hmm. is the big question mark, and if mm-hmm. he can't win with this bunch, when is he going to win? And <laughs> okay, from a so there's City the... Perspective, oh, my God. I'm sorry. My we fault. know the brilliance of Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. We know there's still plenty of weapons on that team, no doubt about there it. There are. Absolutely. So that, that can't be overlooked. Not really. You still have Travis Kelsey. No. Kelsey. One, one guy. Juju Smith-Schuster. You have Nicole yeah, Hardman and Josh yeah. Gordon. That's not a bad trio. That's four guys. Form yeah. with, 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 with Travis Kelsey. And, of course, you still have Patrick Mahomes. I think so, it was five guys. <laughs> All right, so there's Steve Torrey, Mad Dog not Daily. not going to be in a brutal shape. Oh. But to make them the clear-cut clear favorites. Whoa! The wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Clear-fuck favorites uh, there by uh, Steve Torrey. Oh! Language! Steven, the language! Oh, uh, now who do you think is a clear fuck favorite um, in the NFL? <laughs> Where do you guys want to go with that one? Language! <laughs> oh, Tori. At least he said Juju Smith Schuster correct, unlike Amanda mm. Chris Russo. Jojo. Calls him. We probably should have seen the handwriting on the wall when they brought Jojo Schuster in from Pittsburgh. Oh, there's Jojo. Jojo Schuster. Uh-huh. So, you know, there's Tori with the big breakdown there. You know what? You think about one of the great trios in the league Mahomes, Kelsey, Hardman, <laughs> Josh Gordon, Edwards Hilaire, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy. One of the great trios in this in this NFL this season coming up. Well, this has been a common theme though. Everyone thinks you stay with the quarterback. Do you leave 20 million on the table after you have won a Super Bowl already? You're getting to go to Miami. Weather's better. All right, the no tax, not, the no, no tax. tax, no state tax. Quarterback's not as good, but the money the weather, it's quality of life. Through the roof. And you well, said the key, Eddie. He won a Super Bowl. He did get, he has had the taste Maybe of if they lost already. to the Niners, he changes his mind. He's like, you know what? Let me win one with Pat before I go, and then I'll ask them to trade me after the fact. And, and I, I don't call him, don't call him Pat. And, you're not, you're on, this, on a first name uh, <laughs> basis with him. First of all, Patrick Mahomes, this is a knock on Patrick Mahomes. Somebody did leave you. You know, you always look at the elite quarterbacks. They don't leave, right? This guy did leave Patrick Mahomes. Now, of course you leave for the money. You chase it. It's a better life in Miami. We know that. It just is. You're always going to pick the money over anything else. Nothing wrong with that. What I didn't like is that the Jets got involved. I like. I, I can't the Jets catch a break? <laughs> Shouldn't you what? like that they did get involved? Actually, no, Scott. I don't want false hope. 
<laughs> I don't like the fact that Marissa Cohen in high school was my like good friend and invited me over for like a play date. And when I went in for a kiss, she said, that's not what this is all about. But you led me on. Melissa you gave me the Cohen. false hope. Because when a woman's nice to me, I think you want me. The second you're kind, you look in my eyes. Why do you have that kind of confidence, though? I have false what is, confidence as well. What is, That's what okay. Happened? Like, what has happened in your life that if a woman's nice to you, you're like, oh, yeah, she wants me. She wants me. Yeah, you I'm likable. I, I ha- See, I don't like false hope, but I do like false confidence. I think that mm. gets you places. Okay. Just believe your own hype and then never prove it. You know, you think you're great at something. <laughs> I made a big mistake with Evan Cohen because I talked up this tennis game. I should have never played him. Because then I lost in tennis. That's a problem. You build up your own hype, then never, ever prove it. And then you're in good shape. You know, you would be amazing in the show Love is Blind. Because you would just talk through that wall. You would get a woman to fall in love with you. And then they wouldn't know how short you were. And they wouldn't see your zits and your warts and your terrible beard. Tell us how you really feel about them. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's it. I always wanted to date a blind girl. I always thought that would be fantastic. <laughs> I'd be great, like, walker through the street. And she wouldn't need that stick. I would I would take care of her. But eventually, you're, uh, the blind girl's friend's going to go, just so you know, Mike's not exactly a 10. Just so you know. And the problem is when she grabs down down low, then she knows everything. They don't know what a 10 know. looks like. Yeah, Literally. That's an issue. You know, Steve Torrey is one of my role models in life. And who wouldn't have Torrey as a role model? He's one of the great leaders you'll ever know. I'm Better under pressure. <laughs> never sweats never sweats always knows what to do but we talked about role models this week on morning man with evan cohen uh, mike babchick and willie clone mm-hmm. yeah i'm still watching jersey shore never give up on that never will sometimes wow. you're like why am i watching i feel like it's really? a short but i'm still doing it man i'm still yeah, going through it early am. that's like the How old show that i have that's amazing they gotta be in their 70s right? <laughs> they're older they're old in their 70s they're not that old how old is that in this situation they're 35 they're like 35 to 40 that's no, they got to be in their fifties. No, no, they're not. Fifties, Will in seventies. Now they all have kids. Really? And but Mike, the situation goes. You know, he puts an S on everything. Let's have the foods. I kind of like the way that sounds. All right, time for foods. You know, it's plural. We're not just eating one singular food. We're having Mike, lots Mike, of. Foods. Mike also texted him last week. There was an episode a few weeks ago where I think he said something so funny I texted him because I do have his number and he didn't respond. Oh. <laughs> so you can't make fun of that, Eddie. You can't. He said right, something right. that was so Fan great. I forgot what it was. I, he's just like I said, yo, you had man. him on and he's great on the air. Jeez, but like Mike, fan, Mike legitimately, if you think I'm pathetic with Brady, like he's that way with this situation. There's nobody I get nervous to meet and there's nobody I look up to. I mean, really, I have no role models. I don't look up to anybody. I don't get like, oh, boy, this guy we're talking to. No, Mike, this situation is my boy. That's my buddy. That's of course, interesting he didn't what you just said. You didn't look up to anybody when you were growing up? No, I never. That's the wildest posters. shit I've heard in a long time. Celebrity-wise, no. There was nobody. I mean, like, I like Don Manningly in sports, but did I look up to Don Manningly? <laughs> no, Don. But, but so were you a fan of his, or, like, did you ever find yourself, like, reading more about him? Like, oh, wow, he's from Indiana, and here's what he did, and here's his family. Like, did you ever dive in? Like, See, you did, I didn't, you didn't know he was know. from Indiana. I had no idea he was from Indiana. <laughs> I knew nothing about the guy. No, there was no extra research. That is just really inter- remarkable. It wasn't like my father wasn't my role model in life. Just do what he says and get out of his way. He came home from work real late. You, you know, make sure his drink is ready. <laughs> well, that, I made it sound like we have a film. That's not the case. <laughs> Jack's the best. No, I was going to say that you and your dad have more of like a friendship just like you and Joey do. No, no way. No. I mean, later in life, we went into strip clubs together and massages, you know, uh, together. <laughs> at Foxwoods, we had a couple's massage at, at Foxwoods. A couple, my brother a realized couple's early massage. On, that's a joke. Dad. Me and my brother realized early on, that's a joke. 
<laughs> There's so many things that happened to my father that it was like, this guy's a mess. Anything around the house would go wrong. You know, water would hit him in the face. And, like, I'm redoing it. When I was at Evan's house, all his water went into my face. I mean, that he fell funny. through. He's like, he oh, fell in a ladder. Sprinkler. He gets down there. <laughs> sprinkler's squirting in his oh, face. I mean, yeah, we were walking somewhere, Howard Beach, Queens, and he stepped in concrete, and he stepped right out of his shoe, and his shoe remained. Like, it was Shut up. they were doing construction on the sidewalk. And then he goes home with one shoe, and you're like, this guy's a joke. <laughs> then he, like, crapping his pants and he wipe his ass on a leave and then he get poison oak on his butt. We're like, what the hell is happening to this guy? This guy's a That's clown. That's I, well, I know that. I know. And I'm sure I can guarantee you my son ain't looking up to me either. He would like talk about something big time like, hey, when you see me in court, you're going to be quiet. You're going to watch me, you know, really work. We go to his courthouse. We'd sit in the back row. He'd go to the trial and go, That's where you get it from. This is our father. He's a clown. Wasn't Jack the king of the like the plea bargain or the settlement? He never won yes. a court. Yes, you know his big claim to fame. What got it gave him his big uh, break in law was he settled with a company called Slip and Slide. They created the Slip ah, and Slides, and one. I'm telling you, he did like a Jackie Childs in Seinfeld. We had so many slip and slides at my house. There were 50. We'll take it. They kept going. We just made a deal. Slip and slides. We'll take it. Oh, wait, we were going to offer you $3 million. No, I'll take slip and slides. One of my great moments ever happened involving a slip and slide in my sister-in-law's backyard. The kids were all playing on it. She decided to take a ride on it, and boom, the top went right off. Uh, oh, my God. Wow. And I was the only one watching. Oh, that was wow. good. Wow. That is really good. See, that part yeah. was fun. Oh, it was My, amazing. Two bombs dropping out of nowhere. Now that makes for a good family fun day. <laughs> I could see Eddie going, your nipples look just like my wife's. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the good one, the slip and slide. The bad oh, is when they used to great. set it up in front of like a wall. <laughs> Somebody would just slide right into a wall. What about when there were rocks, rocks under it? Yeah, they had all these types of some props. I never saw the boobs one. My dad had a great case once with a woman who was complaining about her breast implants. And all he said, he goes, you should see the evidence. <laughs> picture and picture and picture. I'm yeah. I'm I'm still trying to get over the fact that you went to a couple's massage <laughs> with your father. This romantic central experience. <laughs> no, you you could have just went to a regular massage place. Well, but it wasn't be free a, because a we were gambling. Massage. We were gambling at Foxwoods. There were two things that we were sitting. I was sitting there so long did enough. The person, did the person think like that he was your sugar daddy or something? I wanted to play it up like we were actually a couple. My father's like, we're not doing that. Exactly. Tell him right away we're father's son. But so when I walked in there, I tried. I was first to go in. I was like, me and my sugar daddy. He's an older gentleman. And he's like, cut it out. He's my kid. Now let's They're get serious. naked. Nurse. Let's get. Oh, he did not. He didn't want any on. part of that. Look I was trying to do. On. And I remember we like lied down and I, I reached out. It was such a close table because it was a couple of massage. I grabbed my father's son. He's like, cut it out. You don't know what's going on downstairs. You don't touch me during this. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about Watson, text, and ovulation. The goo. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After. Welcome back to Mike Baptrick's Morning After. You think your hangover's bad now? <laughs> it's about to get a whole lot worse. Here's Mike Babchick. Ah, yes. 
Welcome back to Mike Babbitt's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Series 6 I'm Channel 82 is a recap the week that was with my friends Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever. And then there is Scotty Moose, Scott Messina, the producer of Morning After for now. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babbitt's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast, and I mean anywhere. Anywhere. Before we get to yet another wild week in the NFL and the NFL offseason, you know, we realized, I realized something this week. When my wife texts me, I don't think I ever read it. I know they're there. I try to read it. I don't know. It never penetrates. There's scam. Just, You're a skimmer. I'm a skimmer with my wife's text, and it comes up like, so, you're ready to go? I'm ready to go where? What do you mean? I texted you last week. You know, we got this thing on Wednesday, you know, with the kids, bingo night. No, never got that. You never texted that. No, I did. No, you never did. No, you responded. No, I didn't. I look. <laughs> sure enough. Text my wife, bingo night. And I'm right. Sure. I mean, so I'm responding wow. to things that I can't even retain. Now, I know that doesn't happen with Scotty Moose because I have with my his fiance. 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 I read all of my fiance's texts. But what about you, Eddie Erickson? You're a married man. A normal man. You tend man to too. not read the texts of your wife. Yeah, I, I, I don't read, nor do I retain which is a problem. And like you, I have actually responded to things. My wife texted me when I was on my way to the Super Bowl that I had to do something on a Saturday. I went, it never ends. That's what I texted back. It never ends. Fast forward a couple of weeks later. Hey, are you good to go? I said, no, I'm not good to go. I'm going to, I'm going to Babchecks on Friday. I might not be home Saturday. I can't guarantee anything after a Friday night there. Big fight ensued. She goes, you acknowledge this text. I said, you, come on, you can't text me when I'm on a plane. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, I like that because I've said to my wife, you can't text me during the day. I mean, I'm working. My mind's on work. <laughs> yeah, you can't, no, you but can't every, do that. You're right. There's an answer for everything. It oh. doesn't matter when the text comes in. You can't text me during that time. Pertinent information. <laughs> and I've told my wife, I was like, if you want me to register what you're saying, you have to look me in the eyes and you have to actually come down, tell me what's going on, and you have to wait for me to actually respond. Then note the response. Would Based that on that, even that, she's like, but I Come told on. you about it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And I responded, yes, you responded. You were engaged. No, I, I don't hear it. It's Charlie Brown to me. And never text me at night because at night it's too loud. So you can't text me during the day or at night or in the afternoon. That's lunchtime slash nap time. So that's what that's all about. <laughs> so nothing. Uh, so nothing. You, just, you, just you don't want to talk to your wife. That's so it. perhaps no, handle it yourself. It. Maybe write it on a calendar. But, <laughs> but then again, I won't read it. Calendar. Handle it yourself. Take the kids handle to bingo night. It just won't happen just if I... All right, good. I feel much better now. Not that I felt bad before, but I feel better now. How about man dog Chris Russo talking to Sean Watson? Obviously, Watson changes everything, flips the script. All of a sudden now is okay with Cleveland. Goes to Cleveland. What a blockbuster on Friday that led into Monday's Mad Dog Unleashed. Deshaun Watson is a Cleveland Brown. You can write all you want about uh, Jimmy Haslam and the Browns image and all that. Half the league wanted Watson. Carolina wanted Watson. Arthur Blank wanted Watson. New Orleans wanted Watson. I'm sure Washington wanted Watson. At one point, Miami wanted Watson. They would root for Charlie Manson if the fans would and the owners would if he helped them win games. I mean, I, I mean, that's what this comes Charlie. down to. The owners in the NFL, it's on a Charlie they basis with them. You know, they're put up with a five or six game suspension if that's what it means from uh, from Goodell. If Goodell had 
guts, he'd suspend him for a year. That's he right. won't do that if he had guts. Nope. Well, no. Because even the way guts, they handled the money of a million guts. dollars is a joke. But I mean, if you're going to go out there and you're going to kill Haslam, guts. I don't like him either. Mm-hmm. Go ask the trucking companies down in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm not a big I'd rather, fan. I'd rather He's not. a fraud. But I mean, the bottom line is Mayfield <laughs> was not the answer. He was not a great quarterback. And these owners are so desperate to win that they will do anything they can uh, if it's, you know, uh, uh, barring just, uh, you know, putting Manson on the field to go out uh, there and try to win games. Man, wait Fans want Big to on win. Manson. That's what this comes down That's to. And the owner is a glorified <laughs> fan. Worth billions, but he's a glorified fan. Billions. And they want to win. I better tell my wife. Maybe I'll text her. I better tell her, you know, I can't do anything this weekend. I'm busy. I'm going down to Tennessee to talk to the trucking companies <laughs> to find out how they feel about Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. So I better figure this thing out. Uh, I better make some calls today. Eddie, you got any numbers for me? Let me know some of these trucking companies because we need to figure out what they want. And then we'll know how, how to feel about Watson. How many times are you going to say Watson, number one? Watson. Is Charles, why would Charles Manson be his go-to? Now I want See, now I want to field a team of serial killers. I'm sorry. You opened the door, Mad Dog. Why Manson? Why not Gacy? I mean, Ted Bundy starting for the Steelers. I mean, what are we doing here? Dahmer. Oh, look at Scott. Scott, pause. You see how he said that very cautiously? He's like, is this yeah. funny? Should I be when mentioning did, a serial killer? D- uh, when did da- it be okay to Dahmer. use like Charlie Manson as that guy? How long? It's not. It's not, right? <laughs> is, is it ever okay? Well, because because everyone, you know, everyone became very comfortable using the Titanic. Oh, this is the Titanic. When, when does that be, become like? When does That's it become point. okay? How many Hindenburg. years? Hindenburg yeah, was a horrible disaster. How many like, years till people start using that in reference to just the worst day? But serial killers now, hey, let's draft a team. I got Charles Manson and Cleveland. That is weird. Can he throw? And, you know, of course, Dog has to mention a serial killer that's dead. And a serial killer is back in the 70s. Much better. I mean, son of Sam. Now that guy could play for the Panthers. Would Panthers fans be happy with him? No, I don't think that a Cleveland Browns fan would be excited if they signed Charles Manson. Do you think he'd be divisive in the locker room? Maybe not as bad as Baker. I think Baker would be a little more divisive, but Charles Manson showing up, maybe he'd wear a hat and he'd cover up that, that, that forehead of his. Or a headband. Or a headband. So there you have it. So you have a dog. Watson! 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 Um, how about Pat McAfee? You know, he's a cult. How about him? Or he, he was, right? He was a big punter. And on the big Pat time. McAfee show with the boys, he was pretty excited about the breaking news. Matt Ryan traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Or Colts. <laughs> Who? Oh. Or Colts. The Colts and Matt Ryan are now a thing. Okay? A third okay, rounder's okay. going back. <laughs> How you doing? Keep it moving. Third round bust. Moving. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take care. We got a quarterback now named Matty Ice. AJ, we're back in the fucking Super Bowl. It's great yeah. to Whoa. be here. Great to Whoa. be here. Language. It's a cold, isn't it? Uh-huh. It's a great yep. day. I did hear around town they're looking for new season ticket holders. Nah. You know, they're oh. like doing stuff like that, like sending out reminders for ticket holders. And I had heard because I went and did the public this weekend. What does that mean exactly? I went out in public. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. Yeah. I'm never go out anymore. It was amazing. Oh, Thank Where'd you. you go? Like a bowling alley or what? No, no, no. We went to uh, we went to a bar. Willie's Wednesday yeah. Riddle. Good bar. The Oak Bar here. We went yeah. to the Oak. It was a good time. Good yeah. Great good time. Ball. Celebrated the birthday. Celebrated live. Yeah. 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 But I got a chance to chat with some people that I hadn't seen sometime because I hadn't done the public in a while because nice. I just work and go home, work and go home. Nice. To the public. A lot of season ticket holders are like, we need to know. You know, who's going to be the quarterback? I think that was something that was very much weighing on the entire organization. You assume for free agents, Mm -hmm. they're trying to recruit in there. Hey, come on. We got a good team. Boom. Boom. Uh Uh-oh. Wow. 
Bang. Look at this. What? We got Matty huh? Ice. Whoa. Boom. Hey. Ho. Boom. Hey. Ooh. John Madden. Look who we got. Matt Ryan there as, you know, Pat McAfee does the public. Doing the public. I thought that was sex. I really thought that was a um, term for fooling around. No, he went to a bar. Uh, not a, now, would you rather go to a bar or a bowling alley right now? Bowling so, alleys have gotten very expensive. Very expensive. You got your shoe rental per game. And then yep. if you want to drink or eat there, very expensive. Okay. It's like so eating what? A like, but if you go to a bar and get like six drinks, what's that costing you? And that's just drinks, no food. <laughs> food at a bar? What so, are we doing? Smarten up. A sports um, bar and grill. Uh, that's thing. New generation. Jeez. They gotta eat. You don't no. eat all day when you <laughs> oh, drink. God, God Only God the new generation. <laughs> oh, we gotta have food. There's no, gotta be eat. food involved. No, the la- the it's last liquid. Thing you do is you eat. And then you go That's the end. That's the it. end of the night. And then you're in bed night at night thirty. And you know, bowling alley too, now they get you. You used to be able to like bowl after you paid for your game. You know, you just oh, keep no, going. No, it takes so off. long. Oh, now it's automatic. You can't even get a throw. You can't even get a courtesy throw. I mean, come oh, on. I used to play a full dude. game before no. Tommy in the back no. noticed because he was spraying it, the man. shoes. Lights uh, out. what a <laughs> what a shame. Time to find out if I got it in this week. This is Operation Penetration. Penetration. Did Babs complete the mission this week? Don't hold your breath. Well, did I? We'll only find out one way. We got to listen to what happened on Morning Man this week with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchek, and Willie Cologne. They did invite a bunch of high school buddies to come over on Saturday. And I told my wife that, and my wife was so pissed about it. And then I started thinking, God, I don't really want these guys to come here anyway. And she's pissed. Let me switch everything up and just use this as leverage. And um, I said, all leverage. right, fine. I don't need for them to come. I really want them to, but I don't need for them to come. You're not a leverage But if guy. you want, Someone's I can cancel right now. I'll just do it. I'll cancel if. 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 So it's an if. You if. blow me. And she goes, this one guy, <laughs> Mr. Balls, his cologne is so bad that if you promise me I that he will cologne. not be entering this house this today, cologne, I'll bang you right now. She said, Oh. And I said, wow, wow, we haven't banged in, in, in 10 years. In my mind, we haven't banged in 10 years. I was like, no problem. And she goes, I hate that cologne. It stays in the house for three days. I can't deal I with this cologne. I said, no problem. So let's What let's is he, a hibachi steakhouse? <laughs> <laughs> it just stays. And so I sent little Joey Babs, uh, you know, he's 10 now. I said, go outside. Go take a walk on the streets. Hit traffic. I don't care. Get the hell out of here. I put Coco <laughs> Melon on for my two-year-old son. My daughter, she had to use the bathroom, which was perfect, because when she's on the toilet, she's there for 40 minutes. She takes her phone. She watches Netflix. She's there forever. She reads the paper. And it's boom, like, Dude. we did it. Bent over the bed. She said, hurry up. She even spread them. Which, oh, I mean, it was, I, I mean, there were moves being done that haven't been done for 10 years. <laughs> it was insane. The two-pump chump delivered. Let's go. Giggity, and, giggity, and giggity. Let's the problem go. was that I mean, afterwards, she's like, we probably shouldn't have done that. I was like, why not? She's like, I think I'm ovulating. Oh, shit. That was a great spot. No, Number four is on his way. No, trust me. I, I did it the right way. Okay. I, it was like a Picasso um, all oh, over the body. I got Bob Pablo was in the house. Pablo. He was in the house. It was abstract art. Pablo. Gotcha. Pablo. Well, There's something yeah. interesting you said there, over the bed. You have the right leverage and height to pull that off? Yeah, you have a low bed? Very good, Eddie. See, you know me. I'm a short fella. I have a lot of yeah. issues with leverage. I'm usually me tippy toes. You're not a leverage it, guy. There's a little bench that opens up that we keep ah. sheets in. That's on the edge of the bed, and that's what her knees are on. And then she's over the bed, and I'm standing down. Okay, However, the bench moves. 
So That's as a, it's happening, the bench is going away from the bed, and she has to be like, Mr. Fantastic, yeah, elongated, holding on. And she's like trying to balance herself, still holding on. And then I have to stop, bring the yeah. bench back closer, and then it's usually over after two minutes. And by the way, if my mother heard that clip, my mother would be so upset, so disgusted, that I would say Pablo Picasso, when in reality it's Jackson Pollock. He's the one who has the dots and the abstract That's art. Right. My mother's That's an art right. teacher. The fact that we're fooling around, the ovulation, the goo. No, 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 no. It's Jackson Pollock. I screwed that up, Eddie. My bad. We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After Us. We're going to talk about packages, fights, and mannequins. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. If Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, you know, Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After. Oh, yeah, so welcome back to Mike Patrick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82, recapping the week that was with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed Forever, and then there's Scotty Messina. He goes by Charmin. He's extra soft. Scotty soft. Toilet paper, baby. There's Scotty there, the producer of Morning After for now. And don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Patrick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. Anywhere, even at uh, Britney Spears' house that she's selling? Anywhere. Even <laughs> Britney Spears, who said that. this week that she doesn't know who Pete Davidson or Scott Disick are. Oh, what? God, I, I guess they, I guess I they have a video. World. <laughs> I want to live in that world. I guess he put out a video where he was watching with his new buddy now, Scott Disick, because he's banging Kim. And they're mm. watching King of Staten Island, and Disick fell asleep. How do you fall asleep in that movie? <laughs> are you kidding me? It's one of the I great all-time out. films. But also, and I wish I was like Brittany, and I didn't know who either of those guys, yeah, like either to, of them like were. To live in that world. You know what? She's living a healthier life than all of us. Good. So anyone Good has any you. questions, she she's living a healthier life. Still. She's got a good bond. I think now at this point I've seen her naked too much. I didn't know <laughs> no. that was physically possible. That's a, but that's a thing not. for you? Uh, fair point. I changed my mind. There's never enough naked. Fair point. The NFL offseason's been fantastic, <laughs> been great. You have Deshaun Watson with the Browns. You got Tariq Hill now going to the Dolphins. The Jets having false hope for about an hour was absolutely crushing. Matt Ryan goes to the Indianapolis Colts. So what about Baker Mayfield now? He's looking what for a home. Him? And JT the Brick was all over Baker Mayfield this week on Brick at Night as Baker. Seems like he's the last to be picked in dodgeball right now. And that's a spot I know very well. Cleveland was terrible. Cleveland's been a laughingstock in sports history at times with the Browns. He went there and he won a playoff game. Beat Pittsburgh. Broke the rookie quarterback touchdown record. All of a sudden, Baker Mayfield's a bum? Baker Mayfield's no bum. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. One in Cleveland, took him wow. to the playoffs, and now all of a sudden he's a bum? You know, not everybody's going to be Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and come right out of the gate and be great. Not Baker's possible. in the Heisman house. You don't throw in the towel on Baker Mayfield. quarterbacks are in the Heisman house. Charlie Baker Mayfield's Ward. tough as hell. I mean, come on. Jason White didn't even get drafted. He can make the yeah. throws. Everybody's mm. piling on. Uh-oh. You got a couple of members of the media that troll him every day. Uh, Guys in their late media can't do a radio show without having their teleprompter filled up with Baker Mayfield quotes. Whoa! Whoa. Shots a dog! Shots a dog! In a great Whoa, relationship like a with a, a coward. wife, he gets a ton <laughs> yeah. of endorsement deals and well. played injured last year in a market that you name wouldn't names. want to play in either if you were name drafted names. out of college. Whoa! I don't think you know after college people go. I want to move to Cleveland, but yeah, but he was I mean, in Norman, Oklahoma. He was the number one pick in the draft, so you have to see coming, but name names. Who's reading off that prompter? 
That's what I want to know. I know Eddie sets up the prompter for Mad Dog Chris Russo oh, for those day. monologues every, every day. single day. <laughs> every you know what's crazy? Day. That, that Cleveland has made two of the worst picks at quarterback in the first round over the last few years and still are here and to be able to be competitive with everything else they've done. Usually when you make two bad picks at quarterback like that, you're You've done. done for years and years and years. years. And now, Ask the, the Jets. And now, you know what? It's not crazy to say that the Browns are Super Bowl contenders. As long as he doesn't get suspended too many games, Deshaun Watson. So I mean, maybe it's a six game. Maybe that Give goes him a down year. Four. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> that is not happening. But Baker Mayfield, stick with the commercials. That could be all you have. Oh, that's over. It's now he moves be over. Right now he moves out. But right now he's homeless. Can you do a series with Baker Mayfield out on the street? <laughs> the, the, the progressive commercials. That's pretty good. Progressive. Walking around, no shoes. <laughs> we'll play for food. Touch, or you know, come on now. Need, anyone need a quarterback with all his shit out on the street in front of? the stadium oh i love that with his thumb out hitchhiking the bruce banner incredible hulk music playing in the background if you remember that one then that was anyone have a sense of humor let's go let's go let's go (laughs) now on morning man this week we talked about all the sports and where do you get your nba news and notes you get it during the bad bite i'm morning man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne. Nets over the Jazz 114-106. And here's Donovan Mitchell talking about the time he saw my private part. I laughed at it. When oh, would that have ever part? Uh, but he did. We, people have <laughs> laughed. He only has one. <laughs> no beans with the dog. There was a girl that I brought to Mad River, I think was the bar. And we hooked up afterwards. And as soon as I dropped my pants, she started cracking up. Dying <laughs> laughing. She goes, I've never seen anything that small. Oh, well, no. thank you, honey. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we go from here? I was like, just give right. it time. It's going to grow. And then I was so banged up, it never grew. And so that's oh, it. She never shit. got to see me in all my glory. It, yeah. it just didn't work out. We ended up watching Seinfeld. <laughs> we were watching Seinfeld on the couch together. <laughs> I said, you got any chips? And she said, maybe you should go. I said, oh. all right, let me use the bathroom. And then I blew up her bathroom. That was one of the worst hours of my life. But she was so hot that, it, to me, it counts. I, I wrote her name on my... I used to write down every name of a girl that I would have sex with. Oh I wrote her name God. on it. It was close enough. We were dry hopping. Where would you write it? At a notebook. Like, Evan writes down every single draft pick. In, in <laughs> Albany, really, I had a big it? list. <laughs> and I had a notebook that I would, I would keep right near the bed. And we'd open it up. <laughs> I don't think we ever made it past page one. <laughs> Evan's draft notes. Grab. Yeah, Evan's draft though? notes were longer. When I came back from college, I would bring the notebook. That's how confident I was. And so that, that notebook stayed with me for a good six, seven years. I don't know what's more surprising with you guys watching TV together afterwards. Like, you staying with her after she laughed in your face about your dick. Good dick! Or her wanting Whoa. to still be with you Whoa. after laughing at you about your dick. Well, I was still good company. I, and I did. because I still thought there was a chance. I, can't, I couldn't I was, get past that. Because I'm a grower, not a shower. And I convinced her. I said, just give me a little time. Let me just prove to you this is an it. Cover. And she was actually like, all right, you know what? I kind of want to see what this thing could turn into. It just never turned. <laughs> yeah, but so she kicked uh, well, you out. Oh, oh, well, yeah, it took too damn long, and then I blew up her bathroom. <laughs> so she didn't see it. What a wild night. Now, maybe not as wild as uh, Mike Tyson this week. There's a viral video out now. He's at a comedy club. He was Straddling the chair. Guy wanted to come over and say hello to him. Couple other people got in the way. Guy pulls out a gun. Mike Tyson doesn't even move. Why? No fear. They end up hugging. Mike Tyson never gets out of the chair. He hugs. He diffuses. That's what it's all about. Let's go. We're fight guys. That's what we are. That's what we do. So did Mike Tyson with the hug diffuse the situation the best? Or did I? Listen to this story. Morning, man. Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, Willie Cologne. There is a time I think that we disarmed this maybe better than a Mike Tyson hug. I was in the Bahamas, spring break, all right? I was probably 18. 
bunch of my boys, all right? At one point, I was all alone in the, in the lobby, and I don't know what I said, but I'm sure I said something really dumb to Bro. some kid. He pushed me down. He, he started said, kicking me. There was like five of them. So now I'm getting <laughs> jumped by like five kids lobby. all alone in a hotel lobby because I came in a little later than everybody else, and, and everybody else <laughs> went upstairs with their girls that they picked up that night, and I was alone in the lobby. So I'm getting my ass kicked. And so after the beating, and it was bad, I had a giant stuffed lip. I was bleeding. I Ooh, go to the stuffed. front desk, and I, I wasn't lip. telling on anyone. I said, I just got to use your phone, and I called up to the room. Stitches get stitches. John Rothschild was one of those on guys. Anyone. And I think Johnny Rothschild answered. Who's a great <laughs> foul. And he answered the phone. And I was like, yo, you guys got to come down here immediately. There's, there's five guys. They're still right here. They're sitting over by the bar. Come on down here and let's get into a fight. No problem. All right, oh, we're coming. Great. I go to the kids. I'm like, yo, you guys want another one? You want round two? I'm bleeding a mess. You want it? They all step on confidence. All of a sudden, all my false boys come running down the escalator. And I was like, yeah, you ready? And I turn. And John Rothschild and maybe Nick Borgignon, who's another guy I think Evan knows, came down yo, with my basketball. My gym- house. Yeah, gym shorts on, and I look and I go, Jesus! And they both of them had huge boners, gigantic oh. boners, because they oh. were banging when I was calling. They both came down with the two biggest boners, and I said, "You guys ready for some?" And the one guy goes, "That dude's got a boner. I'm not gonna fight a guy with a boner." You have unbelievable friends though, because if you were in the middle of banging a I chick, and and your and your friend said, "Hey, come down, let's fight this group of guys," there is no chance in hell. Wow, you are leaving the bedroom. Good point. Well, you would say, "Give me 90 seconds, I'll be right there." But if it would have to be that instant, there is no chance. <laughs> I love your fight stories because they all end up the same way. You in the fetal position, being stomped. <laughs> <laughs> every one of them. Everybody always kicks me. Every the single subway, time. One twenty fifth street. One, every fight up at Albany. Uh, I throw down a flight of stairs and they jump down the stairs and they kick me. That's not happened. That happened twice in my life. It's amazing that for them. Stop. They should redo the Broadway show Stomp. It should just be about me out there. <laughs> and just getting, <laughs> getting crushed, man. <laughs> You're right, Scott. I would not leave. I'm inside someone. What are you gonna do with me anyway? I can't help now, Eddie. You get the phone call. I'm getting my ass kicked. Now, you could help me in a fight. I can't I could, help. but I would, be, I would be pissed off. I would just be pissed right. off. I'd be like, really, like, man? This damn kid well, again. Can't we go anywhere? Why does yep. this have to happen? That speech I heard so much in my life. Oh, are, you guys, are you kidding me? Do can't we just do, do something? I didn't say anything, I don't think. I never knew what I said. It was funny. Big deal. Maybe it's not time for funny. <laughs> you have a look, though, but you just walk in a room, people want to hit you. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. All right, let's close out the show this week on Babchick's Morning After with break banter. That's right. It's a oh. conversation that happened during the break on Morning Men. can't believe you put blue cheese on a taco. That should that's, been, the, that's absolutely That's disgusting. aggressive as fuck. Whoa. Not really. If you think about it, like it's like a buffalo chicken taco. What Was it buffalo that? chicken or regular chicken? <laughs> they don't regular chicken. Patterns. Ground beef with it's a little bit of the... As my father would say, it sounds like you're fucking white trash. That's what they <laughs> just <laughs> called a buffalo chicken taco, ground beef. Right. <laughs> no, I do both. I make both ground beef and ground chicken. That guy. So ground chicken has a little bit of the taco sauce. <laughs> the Irish just like guy. If you opened does. your fridge, would we be disgusted? That was amazing. By far. Expired no. sauces. Is there no. anything... No, my, you open up my parents. Fridge. Yeah, lettuce. My parents' fridge is unbelievable. It's disgusting. There'll be like four cream cheeses. Why? Then you open one up, mm-hmm. completely green. Mold. It just lives there. There'll Why be like three hummuses. 
I don't know. I think she's so short she can't see the back. Hummus. But it's always been like that. All of a sudden you hear, don't eat the butter. What do you mean I already had it? It's green. Oh, my God. The remote would always be sticky. And not because of like the remote in my house with Beth. It was because my mother eats all chicken and all dinner without a fork or a knife. Just picks mm. up the chicken. <laughs> and then, like, goes, I gotta turn the evening news on. And then she's like, you know, press it. And then the sludge is all over the remote. It's disgusting. Your house is grosser than theirs, cleanliness-wise. No, I don't think so. I, His parents' house is fast. Dirty. The backyard with the mannequins is something oh, that I do not Why is your house It's a mannequin? He's got show, tons of mannequins. Show me on the mannequin where the, the man touched me. My like, father has my father has Multiple mannequins. I think he named her Sherry. We lost her in a storm. This guy. So now there's only one mannequin remaining. <laughs> the one that's tied up to the tree. There's a mannequin. <laughs> Some creepy sexual fantasy. <laughs> None of them are dressed either. Oh my Ten god. Of course not. Well, obviously. You it's a mannequin it? in the natural state. What would you rather hear? You and my father drinking a glass of scotch okay. next to that mannequin, that mannequin's hanging out, just you know, just with you in the backyard. Okay. Or my mother on a step stool trying to get to the back of the fridge with her no, hunchback. Me and Jack drinking scotch next to a mannequin where you have to identify where the man touched you. I mean, that's, that's, that's the spot. That's the spot. Although Jack, Jack likes it neat, right? He likes the burn. He likes it neat. No, oh my yeah, God. I'm, These old I'm school kind of guys. Wuss. I'm kind of oh, a wuss. Would he, would You're not a wuss. Me? He'd give it to you neat first, though. He'd make you ass for ice. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, no, what he, that's his on. move. He'd be like, oh, you want ice? Okay. And then he'd get um, up, and then he'd get uh, you some passive ice. Passive-aggressive. Kind of aggressive, yeah. And like he'd bring that. it back. I like that. But the sight of my mother on a step stool, hunched over. Every Babchick has a hunch. My grandfather, my mother's father, his hunch was so bad that he had a bird's-eye view of his penis. <laughs> I would see him on the deck, and I'd be like, is he doing what I think he's doing, or is, is, or is his head just down there? What is oh happening? This has gotten weird. Steve Torrey, our program director, Mad Dog Sports Radio. How do we do today? For now. I'm not even sure I know. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. So that's, uh, we, we made it. Uh, yeah, oh. This is Steve oh, yeah. Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, another episode of Baptrix Morning After in the Books for Eddie Erickson and Scott Messina. And thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC. They listen on the bowl. Nice foul is their leader. And he tells me that Jeff McConomy ran out of toilet paper and had to use his sleeve. That's gross, man. But I like your name. Rhymes with economy. Let's fix it. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere, and I mean anywhere, you get your podcast. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.